Definitely. Okay. Ooh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I don't know. I'm in a weird mood, but we're gonna go ahead and get started because <laughs> it's we're live. I guess let me put up the banners. Let me let me do the countdown, and we will get started so we can talk about this game, as in the game yesterday. I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay, well, let me get it going. And let's go. <laughs> I was dancing. I always love I I don't know, it's something about that something about that funky beat. Yeah. It's just a good funky beat. I don't I don't know what else to say. Oh my gosh. All right. Whew. Let's get this train rolling down the station. Um lots to talk about tonight. Welcome to Part Me Alex Lumberjack Basketball only podcast about the basketballs and the lumberjacks and all the things with the orange basketball ball. Um, yeah, like I said, weird mood. Weird, weird, weird mood. I've been at work all day, so I am tired. Yeah, I'm exhausted. It's been it's been a it's been a week. I thought I'd be relaxed and rested after Thanksgiving, but I feel like I was just doing more crap and not really resting during Thanksgiving. I mean, I maybe had one day that I wasn't doing anything over the entire week. Yeah, same. I thought a break was supposed to be literally what it's called, a break. Guess not. Not not even close. And I probably got like five to six hours of sleep every night the last several nights. So I'm just... I'm, I'm telling you, what is going on? What is happening? All right, let me let me share that we're live so that just in case, you know, anybody wants to see that we're, you know, live and stuff and join us, that'd be great. Uh, but anyway, we'll just, we'll get started. So... <clears throat> As always, we usually like to start off with a few couple random tidbits of, of programming information. Uh, so this weekend, this past weekend, we were, we uh, split up SFA Athletics double duty here because there was a lot of a lot of sports going on, a lot of things going on. So we were trying to do our best to split up as much as we possibly could. Uh, so myself and my mom, Mama Tess, went to San Antonio on Saturday to support the football boys and the football team. Um, for their first playoff game since 2014. And it was a really, you know, despite the outcome of the game, it was a really great day. I mean, didn't have to drive. I had to wake up at the ass crack of dawn, um, before dawn, literally. Uh, it wasn't even sunrise yet. And get on a bus and hop on a bus for five hours. But I didn't have to drive, which was nice. Um, yeah, normally I love driving. I, I love driving, but I was just tired. The whole week I was just tired, so I'm like, I'm glad I didn't have to drive to the football game. Uh, it was cold and rainy pretty much the entire day, which it's football weather. It's outside. It doesn't bother me. It's whatever. Um, but it was just the bus ride home. I really feel like the bus driver had the AC on or something because I was even more cold than I should be. You know what I mean? I had two layers on. I had on a blanket, and I was like, why am I still freaking cold? I don't know. Anyway, so I really wish it would have turned out different. The game itself, I, we had every opportunity to win that game. We were ahead. It was emotionally 
exhausting and physically exhausting, but it was, it was, it was rough. I, I was really sad that we didn't, uh, that we didn't come out of there with a W. And I know that Cat fans is sad too. Yeah, he was ready for that rematch. We all were, to be fair. I think I think everybody was, both Lumberjack and Sam Houston, even if Sam Houston um maybe a little may have been a little bit scared that we were going to uh get them in the rematch. But uh it's you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm really proud of the team. I'm proud of our obviously my boy Colby Carthel or our boy Colby. We love Colby so much. Um you know, proud of them. Really glad that I went. Glad that we got to do that. But man, I'm excited for this team. I'm excited for the future of the team. You know, I will literally do anything under the sun to make sure that Colby Carthel stays here as long as humanly possible. Um, I mean, I will sort of time. I mean, I will literally tie myself to his bumper. <laughs> if he ever says that he's that they he that there's rumor that he may leave, he better not. I will literally tie myself to his bumper. Yeah, I hope he sticks around for a while. I do. I mean, at least for at least a few more seasons. Like, I know he's a good coach, just like with, like, basketball. Like, I know we have good coaches, and we, you know, this may not be everybody's, like, long-term career move, play, stop, which I get. Like, I totally understand that. Usually, SFA is more of, like, a stepping stone to, like, bigger things, which I understand. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, we're not a school, like, you know, like, like Alabama or, like, Ohio State where, like, it's the end-all be-all of someone's career. Right. And so like, I get that. I really do. But if we can keep him around for a few more seasons, I would be ecstatic just to get us to where we need to be. And then, you know, someone else can take over. But I mean, if we can, Oh God, I would love to go further in the playoffs next year. That'd be fantastic. But anyway, um, great. You know, it was a good day. Wish we had won, but it happens. It really does. Uh, but Jacqueline has her little, uh, her Sunday adventure that she can tell us about. Yeah, so Sunday, Mom and I went to the to the game in Natchitoches to watch the guys play. Um, so we drove over there and went and had lunch at the same place Alex and I ate at last. I think it was February when we went last. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm. Is that right? I think so. It had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyhow, uh, Maglio's on the river, so and it it was a warm ish day, so we sat outside, so that was nice. Uh, all mm -hmm. the cutest little dog in the world. Y'all know how I am about animals, but um, this dog, I was looking at it and I'm like, looks like a mix between a corgi and a German Shepherd, but that just sounds so weird. Like that can't be right. Right. Uh, so of course I go. I'm not bashful. I go over there. I'm like, hey, can I pet your dog? What kind is it? And they're like, oh, it's a mix between a corgi and a German Shepherd. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. Um, You're so good. It just looked so funny because it was, you know, kind of in the middle, mid-sized range. Right, uh, right, right, right. Large as a shepherd. Colored like a shepherd, but had the little rounded corgi ears and the little short stubby legs. And I was like, damn it. She was so cute. Her name was Lola. I, I really wanted to take her home. But anyway. I know. You sent me that picture of her and I was like, oh, I need it. Bring it home with you. It was so cute. The mixed breed. I didn't even know I needed, but now I do. Um, you should also look up husky, like a husky corgi mix. I need you to Google that when we're done. Ooh. Yeah, but that's super cute too. It's uh, the cutest. It's the cutest. Like the German Shepherd or the, the the Golden Retriever and the and the Corgi is cute. But if you look up a husky and a corgi. <laughs> yeah, I need to see that. Um, it's cute. So we did that. And then uh, mom and dad are actually going 
next week. So they're leaving Sunday, like a week from yesterday to go to um, Natchitoches and stay for a few days. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, just they they want to go see the lights and whatever. Um, so they're going to go. And uh, so whenever we drove on campus, because, I mean, we've been there multiple times, but I don't think mom's ever been on campus. And right. uh, so when we drove up, she's like, it is a really pretty campus. And it really is. Um, it really is a pretty campus. I mean, it's I, I mean, there's no doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so then whenever, whenever we first got to the game and we uh, we sat in front of um, Chauncey and Kenzie and Julia Tanner's wife, um, mom was sitting there texting dad saying, yeah, the campus is really pretty. Like we'll have to walk around some uh, whenever we come next week. And y'all know how my dad is. He's like so just like savage and dry without even trying. He, he really is dry. But he's mom's like, we can we're gonna have to walk around campus next week when we come. And he texts back and says, Yeah, wearing our SFA gear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that'll be great. Richard. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we would probably do the same thing. I mean, oh, yeah. We've done that. I mean, we did it at Duke, so it's like whatever. Yeah. That's uh, funny. Yeah. So and the you know, the game was enjoyable. Um went by really I mean, I'll not go too in depth until we get started, but it went by really fast. The first half anyway, like it literally the first half only took 35 minutes. Well, because it's because they barely called any calls. Yeah. I think they they, foul. there was like seven fouls in the I think first they half. Stopped for a free throw once on each end. So like right. we were zipping right through there. Um, Cause actually that was one of the comments Rob made was like, I guess as that they were walking back into the, into the locker room or walking by the table, he was like, yeah, let's call that second half the same way. Like get it over pretty quick. I was like, speaking of savages, Rob Myers, the savagey of savages, savagest of savages. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me what, uh, what context I missed. Oh yeah. There was a few things. Okay. <laughs> there was a few things. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to listen to him, you know, even if there is a, a a stream, like a live stream, I just want to listen to him because he has all these little like quips and one liners and he has like little digs he'll do. That's well, that's part of my, I'm going to save that more for later. Cause that's part of my pizza straight. He just cracks me up, cracks me up. Um, so a few other programming notes before we get into the game itself uh, today, Jules Moore actually entered the transfer portal. So it is, it is, confirmed he is not on the team anymore not on the roster which we knew a few week a couple weeks well like a week or two ago that he wasn't on the roster anymore um right like before Cancun definitely so yeah. so we kind of knew that he was on the roster we just didn't know why and now it's it's obvious that he is planning to transfer and and not be on the team anymore and go to somewhere else which more power to him that's fine we have no idea why uh, I've literally got multiple messages from people asking me why he's not on the team anymore, why he's transferring. I'm like, as I, I would love to tell you that we know everything about everything as athletics, but we don't have absolutely no idea. I couldn't tell you. No, I don't know. It's going to be one or two things or one of a few things, right? Yeah. I mean, generally when you have a freshman immediately come and leave, you can, you can kind of do the math and figure it out. I mean, funny part is though, did you know that he is 30 years old? No, no, no. Are you real? For real? Yeah. You know. So one of the people that messaged me is actually one of his instructors at SFA. 
And she said that she did a little like look up on him, like his profile, his student profile. And she said he's 30 years old. I, th I thought he came straight from a high school, though. Hold on. I, mm. Oh, he's not on the roster anymore now. Hold on. Oh, wait, hold on. We have, have info down at the bottom. Okay. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. While you're looking that up, I have to tell a real quick story and I have to rant really fast. So while she's looking up the Jules information, uh, I forgot. And Cat Fans was lovely to remind me. I'm so sorry. No, you didn't miss the bus ride story. I didn't even tell the bus ride story. Okay. So I'll make this short and sweet. I get on the bus. I, I We get there that morning to ride the bus. And I'm thinking, um, oh, crap, you know, we're running late or something because we pulled in and there was a bunch of cars there. And I was like, oh, shit, here we are. So we, I get in the bus and I realize that there's literally five adults on the bus. That's it. Five. And then the rest are spirit teams, which we so we basically shared the bus between spirit teams and then the fan bus with athletics, which is totally fine. The spirit team group, they were great, fantastic. They weren't you know, rambunctious and crazy. Like there were good kids, very good kids, TJ, good kids. Anyway. So there was one gentleman on the bus and I'm going to say this as nicely as possible, but he was, he, he was the chattiest dude I've ever met in my life ever. Didn't catch his name. Didn't care to, he just was just blabbing on and on and on and on about football, about basketball. He even started at, you know, talking about move from our move from Southland to the WAC and then how, how Sam Houston's moving on to a different conference and why are they moving? And, you know, they're not going to be very good and da, 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 cause they're going to FBS. They're like, well, why did they go to FBS? And I'm like, Oh my God, this dude is just going to go on and on and on and on. And half the crap that he's saying is just, it makes no sense. I was like, all right, listen here, kid, sir, gentleman, whoever, whoever the hell you are. And so I had to set him straight on a few things about the whole, you know, Southland, a whack thing about Sam Houston moving. He's like, well, yeah, they're moving to the FBS. And I'm like, mm, not yet. 2023. Let me correct you there. So we have a few more seasons with them. Just let me correct you there. A. And then he's like, well, why did they move? I'm like, why does anybody move to the FBS? Like they think that they're ready. They're, they don't, they're afraid they're not going to have any other chances. He's like, well, I thought that that was the plan. I was like, yeah, that's the plan for the whack, but that's not like a, a right now plan. That's like an eventual down the road years and years down the road plan. So like they just didn't want to leave, lose their chance. And so that's why they're going now and Hey, more power to them, whatever. And I was just like, you, bro, you can't speak on things that you don't know nothing about a, like, you're going to sound like an idiot. And then he started talking basketball. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. He says anything incorrect about basketball, I'm going to lose my shit. Thankfully, he kind of just shut up after that. And I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. But then, but then he had the audacity to assume that me and him were cool because I had that two-minute conversation with him. So at the football game, he decided to sit behind me and mom. And just continue to talk behind me. I'm sorry, sir. I'm not a chatty Kathy broad. I'm here to watch the fucking game. Yeah. Not during the game. Not during the game. Not, not during the game. If you want to ask me a question or have a little chit-chat during halftime, cool, whatever, whatever. But again, I'm there to watch the game, sir. Like, 
I'm not a girl that's going to sit there and have conversations during sports events. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to sit there and watch the game because that's what I paid to do. And that's what I like to do. Like I didn't come, I didn't pay $77 to take a five hour bus ride to sit there and have chit chats. I could have done that on my couch. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then one other rant. There was this middle-aged woman. I'm going to call her Karen because that's what she felt like to me. So every time I would say something to mom who was sitting across, like across from me on the aisle on the other seat, she would like kind of side eye glare and stare. And I'm like, so you're going to, so you're going to get irritated at me for having a conversation with my mother, just me and her, but you're not going to get mad at chatty Kathy two rows up. Who's talking to the entire bus basically about shit. I mean, no. it's, not, it's not a library on the bus. No. No, it's it's nine o'clock in the morning. Like, give me a break. And then she again had the audacity to be like, um, um, do, do we know if there's any plugs on the bus? I'm like, ma'am, all you have to do is fucking look around your seat and you'll find the goddamn plug. Like, it's not hard. It's not hard. Like, are you blind? It's it's right, it's literally right there under your seat. So that's two. And then, and then she comes to me and she goes, um, can I, can I double check Wally's number? Because he gave it to me and he's just not responding. And I'm like, because he's probably busy, ma'am. I, I literally said, I was like, he's busy. Most likely he doesn't respond usually right away. She goes, well, I'm, I'm not concerned about it. She goes, I just want to make sure it's the right number. I'm like, I promise you it's the right number. Like I heard him give it to you. I checked it on my phone. Like it's the right number. I text him all the time. I wanted, and she had a boot on her foot. I wanted to fucking kick the boot. <laughs> I was so mad. I thought you were going to be their attendant for the, for the five hour flight to. So I literally was like, I'm going to fucking lose it. And I texted my mom. I was like, mom, if I don't talk to you the rest of this trip, it's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's because I don't want to fucking fight a bitch on this bus. Because <laughs> I swear to God, if she side-eyed me again, Jacqueline, I was going to say something. These people just... I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Like, when will people know and understand that I'm not a person to mess with? I'm, I'm nice until you piss me off, dude. No, understood. Okay, so I don't... I don't know how it would be possible for him to be 30 because I looked it up and for D1, the NCAA allows you a one-year grace period after you graduate from high school to enroll in a college. Mm -hmm. But then once you enroll, you have the five consecutive years to finish a four-year degree. So it allows for a red shirt year if you have it. So like the oldest he could be is like 24 or something. I don't know. She's literally, I'm not going to, obviously I'm not going to say live who this is, but one of her, one of her teachers, one of his teachers said, I just did a search on him just to see what I could find, seeing if he like dropped out of school or whatever. And she said, I didn't know he is 30. It makes sense why he has Rugrat tattoos and Looney Tune tattoos. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that would be possible. I, I don't know either, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. But he came to us from Navarro Junior College. I don't know. 
You're welcome, cat fans. He said, this podcast is already the best ever. <laughs> Only thing missing is a jab at Caleb and HBU, and we're golden. Well, oh. I'll, I'll think of one as we're talking, I'm sure. It'll come. It'll come. Okay. So, uh, and then the other thing is we found out through um, Rob. Well, I found out through Rob. Uh, Jacqueline found out through Chauncey why Jonathan Aku wasn't at the Cancun game. And we kind of figured it had to do with passport issues, but we had no idea that it was this crazy of a passport issue story. Yeah. So I, I really don't know what reason they eventually gave him, but um, we thought we had everything in order uh, with his visa to mm-hmm. have him be able to go on the trip. They go all the way down there. Yeah. In customs, they apparently like put him in isolation in a room by himself. Wouldn't even let Austin into because you know Austin's our basketball operations. So, like check on him, see what's going on. He's sitting there for like two hours, like not not knowing if he's getting sent back to Nigeria. Like what the hell is happening? And so he he and Austin had to fly back, like two all the way down there. Sit in custom for two hours, not knowing what's happening, and then had to fly back. So it's just wild to me. Like wild. I don't know what beef Mexico has currently with Nigeria or vice versa or whatever's happening there. But the fact that that wasn't something that was, you know, information that was disseminated earlier whenever doing all the travel or, you know. I'm sure if that was something that was uh, that was obvious, Austin would have seen that. Like he's he's a very diligent person. I feel like he would have, you know. Well, yeah, they wouldn't have accepted. I mean, they wouldn't have approved his visa. Like the visa. Correct. Was exactly. And tr- like, trust me, I know from experience, it's it can be such a gray area up to the discretion of whatever customs agent you get. Yeah. And who's on staff because uh, I won't go on a whole tangent, but any of you who know me well, I've told I had a story where I thought I was going to be detained and God knows what was going to happen to me whenever um, I was on a trip to Israel, but it was on the way out. Like I was trying to exit their country and they saw something on my passport, a stamp from the last country I'd been to. And it was a country they don't necessarily get along with currently that well. So I guess they, you know, just assumed that I was, up to something nefarious or whatever um, and pulled me aside and asked me lots of very thorough questions. Had the um, security supervisor come question me. Then at the next checkpoint through security, they pulled me aside and searched on my bags and pretty positive. I had a, um, like an air marshal on the plane tasked just with watching me and, like all of this as I'm leaving, like I've been here a week and a half and y'all didn't notice this on the way in. It wasn't a problem. And now that I'm trying to exit, it's like an issue. I just. It's just weird. It, that's just weird too. Again, like, I mean, I'm sorry, Jacqueline, you are, you are a very suspicious looking person. I mean, I just look like I'm up to no good all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are, you're very suspect. You're very suspect. Um, I mean, what, what a yes, complete like wind out of the sails to get all the way to your destination and then be told, sorry. I know you go all the way down there, literally 
ready to get off the plane and go be with your team at in Cancun for a few days. And then you're like, nope, just kidding. You can't. We're going to detain you for two hours, scare the shit out of you, make you think that you're going to get deported back to Nigeria without any sort of explanation. And then say, nope, you can't stay here and send you back to Texas. What a wild Thanksgiving for poor Jonathan. No, like poor guy. But he, he was looking forward to a Thanksgiving in Cancun. In play. Yeah, exactly. And then get sent back. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's get on to the game. Um, So, yeah, this was the first game that we played Northwestern with us in the WAC and them still in the Southland. So it was probably – it was nice, I'm sure, for Jacqueline to get there and be back in uh, in that stadium or in that Coliseum. Airport here, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, again, but obviously it's pretty bittersweet too. The fact that it was a non-conference game, there really wasn't much on the line, just like a win or a loss. It wasn't like for, you know, for conference or anything. Um, match history, 39 wins, 34 losses. So it's usually pretty even like we, again, it's a rival game. It's going to always be a rivalry for us, no matter where we're at and where they're at. I, you know, it's always going to be a pretty, um, pretty testy, back and forth, I feel like. So it's always going to be pretty even. So the largest margin of victory was 97 to 50 in 2018. The smallest margin of victory was 64, 63. So only one point in 2013. Uh, so the last time we played them was, uh, yeah, earlier this year on February the 24th, uh, we won 83, 57. So pretty much an absolute smackdown. Um, so this time we had a little bit of a different starting lineup, didn't we? Yes, we did. So yesterday we had Sedadrian start instead of Jalen. Um, and you have the note found out via Rob Myers. He prefers day, not day day. So, okay. Correct. Correct. So got to start calling him day now instead of day day. So note to self on Wednesday when he gets in, don't call him day day. Um, because when we first met him, didn't he not introduce himself as day day? Yeah. At first I think he's, he was saying day day. Yeah. And on his little thing, his little, paper that was marking his seat it's a day day hall right yeah. and i do yeah. i do think uh i've heard it seems like now i feel like i've heard the last few times they've announced him coming into the game that uh um they said day hall instead of day day right exactly and so and then rob made that note he goes ah, you know the beginning when he was first here he went by day day and now he's going by day and i was like all right cool got it noted put it in the yep. notes checked it <laughs> yeah uh what was the score i forget it was 70 something to something 72 to 68 <sighs> that, it was a little close wasn't it very close at the end very very close yeah yikes uh how many people were at the game do you remember it said 1005 now you were there was there a thousand and five people there do you think Hard to tell. Really? I don't feel like I'm ever very good at that, but I mean, there was a decent amount of people. I will say, I will say it sounded pretty loud on the, on radio, but that's just, I, that I could have just chalked that up to, there's a bunch of people sitting around Rob. So I, I really don't know. Yeah. And there was a fair amount of SFA fans who traveled too. Oh, so. well, good. That we always travel really well to Natchitoches yeah. just because it's so close, you know, and it's, it's just such a quick, easy drive. She's right over the border. I mean, it takes an hour, two hours at most 
to get there. It's just, it's a real quick drive. So. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. There, there was a pretty good uh, contingent of us there and uh, oh, yeah. Joe, Joe Max was there and yeah. Um, a couple of other people. Well, that's so, good. So All right. Yeah. So let's go over wax standings. Again, not much has changed. The only thing that's changed is uh, where New Mexico and, and Grand Canyon are. So California Baptist, uh, Seattle U, Utah Valley are all still riding high at six and one. Um, Grand Canyon is at five and one along with New Mexico State. So they are tied. And then you have us at five and two. UT Rio Grande at four and three, Abilene two and two, Chicago State two and four, along with Sam Houston at two and four. And then you have Dixie State, Tarleton one and five, and Lamar one and six. Lamar is just not doing well. I don't know what's going on with them. They're saving it for when they play us. I'm telling you right now, Jacqueline, and I, I, you're right. I'm telling you right now. I'm saving it. it. <laughs> when they come to play us at William R., and then when we go to Lamar, they're going to play the best game they've ever played this season. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna have a shit season, and then they're going to play the best game of their lives when they play us. That's exactly Every time. Every, every time. Every <laughs> time. It drives me crazy. And I know it drives you crazy too, but I'm like, they could be the absolute worst in the league, which currently they are. Currently they are. But yet when they play us anytime there or here, ridiculous. I don't care. A whole brand new day. Literally. Literally. I don't know. I keep hearing noises. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I keep hearing noises. Maybe you have a little like ghost of Christmas past or something. <laughs> I feel like there's something in the garage. I don't know what's going on, bro. All right, that's creepy. Let's move on. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm murked in the fucking sunroom over here, man. <laughs> um, okay, Sean Kennedy's stats section. So we were we were better on most things across or several things across the board anyway yesterday. Um, our field goal percentage was forty five point two. Um, our three point percentage was up. It was thirty point four. Uh, we were seven of twenty three. Now they, on the other hand, I'm going to tell you they shot forty seven point four percent from the three point line. They were nine for nineteen. They made seven during the first half. Yeah. And <laughs> So, you know, dad's general dry sarcasm when he texts and is like, maybe they should guard the three. They made seven. And I'm like, yeah, hopefully we'll do that the second half. Um, but then Chauncey's like their game average is five and they made seven within the first half. So, Oof, I mean, yeah, listen, a scouting report only goes so far if the team shows up and does it different the next day, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. so we weren't, we weren't, expe- we we're only expecting them to make five a game. That's what they normally do. And so they came out and made seven first half. So, right, 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 right. Uh, our free throw percentage was down from the last game. It was 60%. Uh, points in the paint also not as much as normal. It was 36, but I will say they were kind of playing like almost like a sagging man defense where mm-hmm. like, like two of the guys would be kind of like floating back off their man to try to help double on Gavin. So it mm. wasn't the easiest game for him to um, score in the paint, which I'll, I'll get to on my grievances. But anyway, I mean, they, you know, they scouted us. They know that's, 
that's our bread and butter is the points in the paint. So you can't fault them for doing their job. I mean, they scouted us, they drew up a game plan and then they followed it. I mean, what are you going to do? That's good. So uh, the name of the game. That's Uh, what you do. Exactly. So uh, we had 21 points off of turnovers. We had 16 second chance points, um, 17 fast break points. We only had 11 bench points. So that's that's kind of down because I noticed that, and I I made a note of that actually in my in my grievances oh, okay. too. Yeah, because typically mm-hmm. we have around 20 ish or more. Yeah, uh, we had 37 total rebounds, uh, 13 offensive and 24 defensive. We had 11 fouls. It's not so bad. I feel like the last again they didn't call anything the first half. Um, so most yeah, really low low fouling game all around. Like I'm shocked. Yeah, um, we had 15 turnovers. Uh, they had 16 turnovers. Um, nine steals, pretty decent. Ten blocks, which is really great. Really good. Uh, so our game leader, uh, Gavin, had 16 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two blocks, two steals. Mm-hmm. So something in every single category. Um, however, like I said, and this is because they were, you know, they were really getting on him on defense. He had seven turnovers, um, just hat, you know, nearly. No, I don't think I've ever seen that many turnovers from him specifically. Yeah. And I mean, it was a thousand percent. Like they, they played some great defense on him. So yeah. Hey, um, again, they did their homework. Yeah. They, they understood the assignment, um, on that anyway. Uh, then David, Rati, and Day all had 13 points. Um, David had six rebounds, which was the second most of the game, only behind Gavin. Um, so pretty amazing stat there. He had two assists and one steal. Uh, Rati had two rebounds, two assists, and three steals. And Day had five rebounds, three assists, two blocks, two steals. Um, I uh, uh, Chauncey made the comment. She said, I'm, I'm not going to try to steal your player of the game, but I'm going to tell you it should be day. And I, I really probably do agree. I mean, Gavin had more points, but day, day had those stats all over the place. And he, he really played really well. Um, uh, yeah. mom, mom probably said David was player of the game. Cause she, she said he had a really clutch game, which he did. Um, but anyway, you know, it's, it's hard too. And we've talked about this so many times that, you know, just cause someone has high point doesn't mean that they, sh- they're player of the game. I mean, yeah. I mean, Gavin high point, he had seven, seven rebounds, you know, but he did have that seven turnover. So, I mean, do those cancel out, you know, do they, they cancel each other out, you know, and then you look at the fact that they were able to spread the points around between again, Rati with 13 points. I'm proud of him for having a better game. Um, uh, don't really like the didn't make a single free throw though stat from Rati. Usually he's better at that. I mean, he only shot two, but still he usually is pretty good with his free throw shooting. Um, and then I noticed that Days and and Gavin's is getting a little bit better, but still not where it should be. Usually Gavin's pretty good with free throws. I, I yeah, yeah, not really. Digging that. But anyway, moving right along in defeats of strength, I don't want to take up too much of our grievances first because we always do our strengths first. But feats of strength. So I I because of the because of the way that they have the game set up there, and again, this is another reason why I'm so glad we're not in the Southland anymore. I mean, and I, I love the rivalry with, with with the demons, and I think hopefully we'll still continue to play them and even if it's a non-conference game, but they're 
their technology blows. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I shouldn't have to, and I didn't for the, for the first time in a really long time, I put my foot down and I said, I am not paying for a subpar video stream. I'm just going to listen to Rob, which I did. I just listened to Rob and I'm glad I didn't pay $9 for a video stream because John Turnaway tweeted and said that he paid $9 for the damn stream and there's no stream. Yeah. That it was only audio, no video. It was just audio. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, a, I hope John, I hope you got your money back. A. Okay. And B, what are they doing? Why are they still charging people to watch? You know, like yeah. that critical, just do a Facebook live or something, you know, like better than nothing. Exactly. And yeah, see right there, Dennis, listen to Rob. Absolutely. Anytime there is no video feed or you have to pay for a video, don't pay for video feeds. Rob Myers is a top. This is this is my opinion. Uh, Jacqueline, I'm sure we'll share it. But yeah. I, I honestly believe, and we've heard a lot of radio commentary, a lot of play-by-play announcing, color commentators for 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 basketball. But I think Rob Myers is a top ten radio play-by-play announcer and color commentary guy in the in, in NCAA, hands down, hands down, hands down. If there was an award for this. He needs it. If not, they need to make one. He does it all. He does play-by-play. He throws in the color commentary with, like, the little quips and the little jokes and the little, you know, digs. And, you know, he's never rude. He's never disrespectful. But he always has, like, a little, little dig he throws in there, um, whatever school we're at. And he just does a fantastic job. And, look, Dennis is agreeing. Absolutely. Yeah. I just love Rob Myers. So the bright spot of this game for me is Rob Myers. He is just as good as a live feed. He gives you so much detail, so much detail. You could literally close your eyes and and imagine it, what's happening on the court because he is so detail oriented, but yet he still has time for all the little things happening. You know, all the little side things, you know, he, he, he doesn't miss a mark. He knows, all the players, he knows how to pronounce. He he can he can he just spits out Nana's entire full name. Yeah. You know, it's nothing like it's nothing, and he does sound like a real human, and he does love SFA. All facts. Yes. No, I a thousand percent would agree with you. He is absolutely a one man show. Like he, he does really. it all. He doesn't need. He does not even need someone else because he, he doesn't does need a partner. He never he needs a partner. Play. He can do the background. He can get do commentary, slip a few little quips in there. Like he covers it all. He doesn't need anybody else. He doesn't need he a co-host. Doesn't. He doesn't need a co-host. If he ever wants a co-host, call me or Jacqueline. We'll be happy to help you. Happy to help you. But he doesn't need us. He doesn't need anybody. He is fantastic. And again, if there is an award out there for best radio play-by-play announcer, he he needs to be nominated. How, how do I nominate him? And if there's not an award, how do I make one? Because this man is fantastic. Love you, Rob. Mwah, chef's kiss. Like, so good. Um, and then another one of the notes, and it, it was hard for me to, you know, keep track with notes again because I wasn't watching it. I was listening. And so it was kind of harder to, you know, listen and watch, listen and watch. But I did have it playing throughout my entire house. So, because I can, I can hook up the radio to my Google Homes, and I literally have a, a, my Google Homes all connected. And so I literally had it playing in every Google Home across the entire house. So no matter where I went, I didn't have to sit there and, and sit anywhere and just watch it. I could just listen through it throughout the house. 
in my by my desk, in my bedroom, in the kitchen, in the living room. We were good, um, which was nice. And so the whole house was listening to the to the game. Um, another note that I made too was uh, Nana. There was a point where he had a really good rebound and a putback, uh, and Rob was absolutely freaking out. He was like, oh, God, no, no. And that's why I made a note of that. You know, if Rob freaks out about something, then I know it was a good moment. Uh, you two, an island of sanity in an ocean of chaos. It's a very good description, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dennis. Yes. That's a good one. And so Jacqueline, yeah. has, Jacqueline has a lot more notes, and most of them, again, uh, I agree with and we'll bounce back off of. So you can go ahead and start going into yours. Yeah. And you know, I'll add one more thing about Rob because I forgot to say this earlier, but generally, even if uh, we're playing someone and I'm watching the video feed, I'll, I'll try and it's very difficult to do. Trust me. It takes a lot of effort, but I will try to sync up listening to Rob's. Oh yes. Through the app to the play as I'm watching it. Yeah. No matter who it is, I would rather listen to Rob than whoever their commentators are. Are you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've wanted to mute people because I just cannot stand their absolute lack of basketball knowledge or football knowledge or any knowledge. And all they're doing is just sitting there acting like it dumb. They're just, blah, 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 blah. They're, it's so stupid. Their color commentary is balls dry. Like it is so dry. It's not funny. And then, you know, oh, John said that he had video for a second half. Oh, he got video for the second half. Okay, well, that's good. At least you got it for the second half, John. So maybe you only need to get like a $5 refund and not a full night. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. Anyway. Okay, um, so our three-point percentage was better. Um, and I just I just felt like we did better. Uh, Rod T got a three really early and then got another one. So he was he was 50% from the three-point line himself. He mm-hmm. made three. Uh, Rod, oh, sorry, that was David. I said that wrong. Uh, David was three of six from the three-point line. Rod T had a good three. Latrell mm-hmm. made two. Um, I remember that. Yep. He got a few minutes. And I will say he took, he took four. He only made one. But none of them were, like, bad shots at all. Like, they were all good looks. He should have taken it. And it, they just, like – rimmed out or whatever um mm-hmm. none of them were like bad shots um so I, I think that was really good hopefully he got some some time and just practice in there of like game game threes yeah Diego I mean he yeah he was in for six minutes that's probably the most he's been in all season so. yeah definitely yeah um, I think he went in in the first half maybe I can't remember for sure mm, yeah don't know um I know. I see another thing too. You know, it's it's wild because you you know day started. Obviously, he's probably gonna get more minutes, but then you know it's weird having Jalen at the bottom only having fourteen minutes and just nothing, barely on any no points, nothing. I mean, he had two rebounds and one block, and that was really all he got. You know that 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 was kind of weird to me. I wonder I wonder why Jay Jalen didn't start and day started. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know if maybe he was like a little under the weather or a little sluggish or maybe he slight injury in practice or something. I don't know. Something happened. Yeah. I do not know. Um, but yeah, he definitely he was, yeah. He was, not, he was not full throttle um, yesterday, but 
this movie was like kind of sluggish though. Again, it was it's you you watched it live, so I yeah, so at first I thought he wasn't even uh I, and that's why I kind of thought maybe it was like a semi injury or like strain or something because I mean he yeah. was dressed out, but like he had a I want to say he had like a different shirt on over his jersey or something. I can't remember. And he was like sitting all the way down at the end of the bench. So I was like, maybe it's like a questionable if he's going to play or not. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. So who knows? But uh, like like I said, uh, David had a really clutch game. He had some really nice Nash moves. I think that's what we're going to start calling him from now on. Um, who? What? Sorry. David, I said he he had a great like clutch game, like I said earlier. But I said he had some really nice Nash moves. That's what I think we should start calling him because they're calling David like, David Nash. He had some really great moves. Where I mean, it was yeah, it was nice to watch. Um, so Rati had some really nice drives to the bucket. I want to give him a little like pat on the back because he really did. He had some really really good drives to the bucket. Um, I still have a few grievances on him, but I'll I'll save it when I get there. But I, I feel like more of what we know he has there is coming out. So I'll I'll counter the other part of that when I get to the grievances. But um, I just wish it would come out sooner. I know. Uh, so like I said, uh, Day played a really great game. He had some clutch free throws, especially down at the end. He made five of six. Um, Calvin played really well. He had a great, great block. Um, and then there was – there was one time where he was like running out of bounds for a ball or something um, at the other end of the court by the Northwestern bench. And coach Mike was like right in the way. And I mean, he was about to like run him over and he like, like bear hugged him and caught him. So he wouldn't just like knock him over. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, yes, yes. yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately he is in the portal, but he is, is in the portal. We, we wish him best of luck in his future. Endeavors. We do. I mean, we do I know. I mean, we didn't get to know him. So, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed because we didn't get to see him play at all. You know, didn't even really yeah. give it a full semester, but or full season, but we, we don't know why he, you know, Again, don't know if it was because he wasn't getting enough playing time or if something else happened or, you know, just wasn't the right fit for him. Who knows what the reason being? There's always going to be a few, you know, speculations or rumors out there. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, Oh, hey, Rick. Hey. No worries. Um, but, yeah, we didn't – we really didn't get to see enough uh, from missing i will say i will miss making awkwardly too long of eye contact with him whenever he turns around because he's got the most beautiful eyes in the world and when literally i could have just fallen uh, uh, fallen into dream state like comatosis with his eyeballs yeah when you see his eyes they're the kind of eyes that are so piercing you can't look away and then after like three piercing blue eyes well, they were like greenish, I thought, like a really oh, light. It looked like greenish blue, maybe. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Like, like a sea green ish color. Oh, my God. When, I know. This is totally a girl moment. We're so sorry, like, gentlemen. Probably all of us, all of you. Most beautiful, shocking eyes where when you see them, you stare too long. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I've been staring for too long. Now I need to look away because. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. And then, every, you know, and there were a few times where he did turn around because we were like yelling or cheering. And I was just like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't play at all. Like you barely play, but your eyes. Ah. So we will miss that for sure. Greenish um, blue. At the- <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Dennis. Look him up on Instagram. If you're- I wish. Uh, I know. I know. Beautiful eyes. I like DK and his moves and how he drives lane with that sweet lip. Yes. Colin, you, I wish you could have seen him. DK. Cause he was, he was showing out and it is beautiful basketball to watch. It really is. When, um, when DK is on it, he is on it. When he's having a good game and he's driving that lane and he's giving, I mean, he has some sweet layup moves. I will tell you what sweet layup moves, but he does a couple behind the back, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And now Dennis is going to Instagram. He's going to go investigate. Yeah, look him up. Oh, my gosh. And he literally, like, I don't know what, I don't know what he does on Instagram if he, like, follows those accounts that say they're going to get you X number of followers or some weird shit like that. But he has an insane amount of followers that's, like, 33.2K followers. That's a lot of followers, bro. I'm trying to find a good picture, Dennis, for you. Okay, so there's one. This one is the one that shows his eyes the best, I think. Yeah. If you zoom in on Okay, well, maybe they are blue. I thought they were green, but. No, yeah, those are blue, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like a gray blue. Okay, anyway, I'm going to stop talking about his eyes. Um <laughs> Okay, uh, so, uh, yeah, and then Calvin, um, there was one. I put this on my pizza string because there was one possession where he had not a wide open three, but, like, a pretty good look at a three, and he passed on it. And in the the moment, I was like, what the F are you doing? And then he drove and went for – yeah, that one shows him really well, too. Um, (laughs) Went for a massive dunk. It was – it was great. Um, Jalen had – okay, so the one – I will say the one, like, thing that Jalen did that was really great yesterday, the one block that he had was, like, the ESPN top ten play of the game probably, this, like, amazing block on they got a back door and he blocked it. Um, yeah, that was another one that Rob was freaking out on. So, yeah. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, and then uh, Gavin did take a charge yesterday, but it was – it was an unintentional charge, I think, on his on his part. I don't think he was like set and expecting to take a charge, but number thirty-two, the big big boy on their team. I mean, he just mowed him down. That's a whole lot of boy. Yeah. So uh, he did that, and then just random funny note. One of I didn't even notice it. Mom did. One of the kids on their team. Mom was like, "He looks just like Matt Thibodeau," and so every. T- Every time he got the ball, and I tried to get a picture of him, and I didn't get a good one. Um, but mom was like, "Well, I hope." And then I don't know. There was like one time we left him open or something, and he took a shot. And she's like, "Well, good thing Matt I can't shoot well." Um, <laughs> uh, it was funny. And then they had one kid that, again, mom pointed out, he had like a really wide headband on, and uh, I don't know, just something about a a a tall white kid with a big like thick headband on she was like he looks like he's about to play dodgeball or something um and he really did he looked he looked like he was re- ready for dip what a, what a dip dive duck and dive i can't remember all of them i mean that was close enough we'll take it yeah. y'all know 
Yeah. God, okay. I'm trying to find the demon's basketball page. So I didn't just see this dude. Um, hold on. I'll, oh, I'll hold on. I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. What's his name? Is it this guy? Tell me this not. No, that's the dodgeball kid. Um, I was going to say, that is not Matt Thibodeau. He is actually... Oh, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Hold on. Let me... Well, and then there was one kid on their team that Chauncey was saying looked like uh, Sabo, which he kind of did. Um, I'm going to look. You keep, you keep going. No, I'll, you go ahead and start with the grievances, and I'll look it up because I'll recognize him. So this guy, is it, is it Trenton? No. God, okay, fine. I'll start with the grievances. Okay, here we go. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about them. You. All right, you. Boy, I tell you what. What in the God name? I, you know, <laughs> again, grievance number one is the is the piss poor video feed. <coughs> Horrible. Horrible, horrible. The fact that poor John didn't get video until second half is ridiculous. Again, you deserve at least a $5 refund, at least. Um, I am not pleased one tiny, tiny bit that Demons had 29 bench, bench points. 29 bench points. I don't That's like that. Almost three times what we had. Yeah, we had 11 bench points and they had 29. Like that, I'm not pleased with whatsoever. The fact that we only had 36 points in the paint, I know that sounds like such like, a, oh, that's poverty, but that's so low compared to what we normally get in the paint. So low. Uh, that And again, Jacqueline, as she said, it was based off, you know, the, the way that they were playing our, you know, their defense on us. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, another thing I'm just not too pleased about whatsoever uh, is – we were doing okay with the free throws and then we just kind of, I mean, it's 60%. It's better than the 50% we have been doing, but then the last game we had like 70%. So I don't know. We kind of just backslid a bit. I, you know, we got I don't, what, what is, what I would it go at? Shot clock violations. What is the deal? Please, for the love of God, get it together. I'm about over this. This is not the first, Ooh, how many shot clock violations did we have yesterday? At least so we had at least two. There were two that I counted. Two more than we. They really need to list that as the stat line on the stats. Oh, in my opinion. You know when people play SBA, we get the best game. Some of the I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, we're always the team everybody wants to beat. And as much as I think it's a compliment, I'm tired of it. Yeah, it does get exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to be that team. For once, I just want to just go into a game and not have, you know, all this pressure. All this pressure. Um, did we ever find this guy that looks like Matt Thibodeau? Yeah, it's this dude. Oh, holy shit. And I know up close, he doesn't look that much like him, but, like, on the court, he looked almost identical because he was like the same like height and body built like bot you know like body composition like tall and lanky and like what's his name uh stavros 
Politoglu. I know I'm butchering that last name, but he's from <laughs> Athens. They have two kids on the team who are from Athens. So he's so he's Greece or Greek, sorry. Yeah. Stavros. Yeah, the the other Greek kid is like actually not bad looking at all. Stavros. Robert Shell. I have no, I'm not even, I don't know. Stavros. Show cause something, something. You're doing good, Jacqueline. Don't Probably know what I would have said, to be fair. No. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just I'm just getting real, real, real tired of these shot clock violations. Like again, it, it's such like a fundamental thing. I just it's getting annoying at this point, you know. Like anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah, I'm. I, 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 we've already heard it a million times. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So it's so so frustrating. Um, continue. So this this is a very lighthearted grievance on my behalf, but um, <laughs> Coach yeah. Mike wore khakis. What the act? What in the fresh hell is that? I am shocked. When I go watch the game at Northwestern, I expect to see him wearing the damn Argyle pants. I do not want to come. I don't want to pay my ten dollars to see him wear a pair of khakis. <laughs> I want to see the Argyle orange and purple and white pants. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I look forward to Coach Mike's attire. Yeah, I need to see the Argyle. <laughs> I know. Talk like, yeah, it's very sad. Um, it, it's very depressing. It is so that, depressing. That I was not happy with. Then actually mom pointed this out, but it is very funny. And that's, I guess that's why I had to listen on grievances. Um, but literally they have, and I think they had this last, last season when we went to watch them. So because since they're Coliseum, it's a very loose term for some of these schools. No offense. It's not but a Coliseum. It's not. It literally looks from the outside, it looks like an airplane hanger. And on the inside, it does too, because the, the building is shaped like the roof is shaped like this, you mm -hmm. know? And then on, they have, if anyone has or has not ever been, they have they have bleachers on both sidelines. Mm -hmm. One of the baselines is a wall. Mm -hmm. On the other baseline, they just have a set of stand-up bleachers that is their student section, because then on the other end, they have, like a little practice court. Well, then on that up opposite wall, there is a big garage door looking thing. So it mm -hmm. literally looks like it used to be an airplane hangar and that's like where they drove the plane in. I don't know. It's very strange. Anyway, so since they have it set up that way, the tunnel, again, I'm using air quotes, quote unquote tunnel that the players run out of is this big blow up tunnel thing and then on the opening of it, like the mouth of it, if you will, is like the crotch of the demon. So it's like, you know, it's like the demon's like standing there like this. And then the, the like literally in his crotch is the opening to the tunnel where people run out of. And my mom's like, what kind of weird stuff is this? Like they're literally running out from under his the demon's legs like it just looks that i don't like that that's just very weird. like just weird i don't know who like came up with that and thought that was a good idea but it looks very strange anyways okay then we are we already covered them hitting all those threes first half which is not their norm obviously that wasn't in the scouting report didn't know that um so we did have just a few bad passes in transition like i know there was one and i mean this this is just the struggle of being a 
a point guard. Um, Cause like I said, David made some really great like Nash moves, but then there's just sometimes we're like you, and it happens with good point guards. And that's the, the that's the one mm-hmm. you see, like you see a play that could be made and you want so bad to make it. Yeah. It's real. It's even weirder when you see it in person, Colin. Um, yeah. Agreed. The greatest of point guards will have an eye to see plays that maybe other point guards wouldn't. But then sometimes they're plays that like your, your postman is just not ready. Mm-hmm. He's not ready for that pass. So there right. was one or two that he, I mean, he saw it and it was amazing and it would have been amazing if it worked, but like, you got to know the limitations. And especially, like I said, it's nothing I'm not saying about on Gavin, but like the defense, they were playing on him. Like we just couldn't make those, couldn't make those plays. Um, so there were several possessions where I feel like we had multiple opportunities under the bucket that we gave them. I agree. And then we didn't block out. I agree. And then we would overcorrect on defense and end mm-hmm. up letting them have a wide open three. And I'm just like, yeah. can you find a middle ground? I mean, you know. Um, it's just – it's wild to me, too. It's just, again, you, you know, we've – the past few years, all the games we've played against Northwestern have been absolute, like, blowouts. You know what I mean? It, 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 they've been – further apart let's just say this game was just really really close and i mean we even had a couple lead changes in this because you know and that's just wild the fact that it was they're i'm just gonna be honest they're not a good team they're not i mean what's their ken palm their ken palm's like 340 240 it sucks yeah they were not good enough to be playing with us for sure no yeah eight lead changes exactly colin exactly and uh, the fact that the fact that it was that close of a game at the end, yeah, I know we pulled out the victory. We still, you know, wasn't by one point, you know, at least, but but still, but still should not have been that close. Yeah, because when it got down to the wire, I mean, it, yeah, I was like, this could go either way. Really could. Um, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, you know, actually, Dennis has a good question. Who's our, who's our sharpshooter? Do we have a sharpshooter? Not yet. I don't think so. Now, I'm not saying that David can't shoot the three because he can, but oh, for sure. he can do it. I don't think that that is his his strongest attribute. And honestly, he is the best ball handler that we have. So we don't want to, we don't want to put that on his shoulders mm-hmm. because we need to do mm-hmm. another thing. Um, I mean, right yeah, now, he's he is our best ball handler. Mm-hmm. I agree. He needs to, he needs to continue running the point. I feel yeah. like who we have in the game right now. Listen, Nana is he's a great three shooter. He was a hundred percent free throw a three point shooter until he missed one the last game. Um, however, he's one of those players that he doesn't take them often, so he's really got to have a good look, and he will he will knock it down. Mm-hmm. But don't expect him to make a clutch three at the end of the game when he's heavily guarded or something like that. It's not he's not that tough three point shooter. And again, we don't want him to be out there because we want him no. down. Um, I do think Trell is showing. I think he can be. Of getting there, and I think from again, we haven't seen him play enough, but I feel like from what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. I think that Diego could possibly be in that camp too. Got to see if he's strong enough in the other areas to get the playing time to get yeah to get to that point. And the other thing about Diego too is is he's a senior though, so like he doesn't have a lot of time to like 
Right. This is one season. You know what I mean? He doesn't have two, two, two seasons left, three seasons left to like get to that point, you know, to where he yeah. gets used to our offense. He has this year. This is yeah. it. Like he, you know, if he, if he wants to step up and get more into the game, he needs to like get it going here, you know? Um, I guess Colin had, had made a comment and then he said, never mind, ignore what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I do agree, Jacqueline. I think, I think obviously I love David when he has a wide open three and he takes it and he makes it great when he gets on a run, cool, beautiful. But I think at the moment, his role and his, his job is to be that point. And, and, and he, he's, that is his strong suit. I mean, we needed someone to take over for Johnny and at the moment, he's doing that the best he possibly can. Yeah, and I think he's so strong in transition and off the yeah. dribble that yeah. we we really want him more focused on that. And it's, uh, I mean, being a pure shooter is is hard if you're trying to focus on all those other things because that kind of disrupts the flow of trying to stay in three point territory and get open and stay positioned. And also, mm-hmm. if you know, if you're not the tallest person out there, like I experienced you, you really got to either be coming off a screen or, you know, have it wide open to get a really good look or you might get stuffed. So, I mean, it's not just that easy. Um, that's kind of a separate thing if that's what you're going to focus on more. Anyway, so great question. Uh, yes, Meech. Uh, Dad talks about Meech all the time and how we we haven't had just like a straight straight three point shooter since we had um, since we had him. And so, yeah, you echoed that perfectly. I I, I miss Meech a lot. He was, God dang, I miss that kid. Yeah, he was great. He was so good. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so I just had a few other small things. Like, well, like I talked about earlier. I mean, they they were just really playing defense hard on Gavin. And um, so I know it was because of that, but there were a few times that he picked up the ball, like right in the middle of the lane at like the high post. And that, that's because of the way they were guarding him. They were, they were trying to force that, but man, I mean, so yeah, they did that well. Cause he's not the person we want picking up the ball at the high post uh, when there's three people on him. Um, so, <clears throat> and then a few times I just felt like we kind of fall apart on D give him a back door. And then next Jared Johnson was good too. Yes. Agreed. Excellent point. Um, Agreed. Let's see. So, and then like we said, the first half, I think that we only had two trips to the the free throw line. And the second half, um, it it was a weird, like, uh, turn because they still weren't calling a whole, whole lot of fouls. But it Mm -hmm. was like they were letting a lot of stuff go, like major fouls in the lane. Mm -hmm. and all these little ticky tack fouls on the perimeter. And I'm just like, that's what you're going to blow the whistle on now. Like that's weird that they were doing that. The fact that they were letting a lot of stuff go in the lane. I mean, which is nice in a point because it was, you know, makes it more, you know, physical to, you know, it's the way basketball should be played. But at the same time, if they're missing like obvious calls, you know, and, but then they were calling a bunch of stuff on the perimeter, like, dumb stuff like barely touching them blocking like stupid fouls like that that's just that is frustrating yeah it's i just don't like that that's um, weird like that's what you choose to ignore yeah like you choose to key in on i mean yeah yeah okay that's weird. like swallow the whistle when they're down there like killing each other in the lane but then you're gonna blow it when 
they're guarding each other and like they're barely touching each other and it's like yeah. oh like i barely like whiff his jersey you know what yeah exactly just uh, segue into that calvin with his fouling so and this this is like case in point one time he was he was literally like grabbing his player's jersey that he was guarding and like mom saw it and just laughed because we always say because you know mom's maiden name is solomon Mm. And so dad's always like, your cousin played good today or whatever. And so, <laughs> and my mom was a very like uh scrappy player whenever she played. And so we're sitting there watching and it's like right in front of us that he literally like grabs his man's Jersey. <laughs> and my mom died laughing and she was like, that's, that's a Solomon thing to do right there. <laughs> She's like, I Calvin just cracks me up though. He just, oh. he, he's so, his physical, his physical play is so, I feel like sometimes he, he over, he like overdoes it, not overdoes it like in a bad way, but like he's so like all over the court, all over the place. And I feel like he is always, he's like a Nate in the way that he's always all over the place to where, you know, he's, you know, he's running after the ball or, or going really, really hard. And he's always, he's always the one that's running out of bounds and like running into people. Or like running, running into Coach Mike, running into the into this guy, grabbing this guy's jersey. Like that's such like a Nate thing, you know? Because that would be Nate all the time, or like Johnny Boy. They'd always be running, 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 and then like falling down into somebody. And I'm like, that's a really good comparison. Because yeah, he is like that absolutely. Yeah. And then it's like every once in a while, it's like he just has a complete brain fart and does something where you're like, what are like you doing? And then there was one time where he literally grabbed this dude in like a bear hug. And I'm just like, of course they blow the whistle. And I'm like, Calvin, you know, you can't do that. You know, you can't just like grab the man from the back in a big bear right. hug and not get a whistle blown. Like you knew you weren't going to get away with that. Everyone's watching. Um, so I feel right. like every once in a while, he just gets so like into it. He just completely. Yeah. Bad. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so here's the, I had to kind of type this up in the moment just to give y'all, since you didn't get to actually see it, but the last like probably minute and a half or so. Yeah, because I'm listening. I'm listening to Rob's like description of it and everything was happening so fast. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. So I missed half of it. Because there was quite a sequence of events where I was just like, this is Mm -hmm. going downhill. So there was a travel on their end that did not get called. Then they fell, they literally fell Gavin right in the face and they didn't call it. Then Calvin gets a steal, fast break, put us up by two points. Then we played some really good defense and we forced them to call a timeout. Mm -hmm. They were going to get a five second call. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then came back out, Day Day got fouled and got a one and one and made both of them. So that put us up by the four points. And then on their last possession, which, I mean, they would have had to try to make a three and get us a foul or something. But uh, mm-hmm. Calvin got like a major block and just swatted it. And then uh, David had the ball the last like two seconds. So, yeah, funnily enough, funnily I enough, run down. Funny enough um, John commented and said on, on Twitter, he's like, yeah, we blocked a ton of shots. I think that was the main reason for the win. We did 10. Yeah. They, they only had three. Yeah. Uh, Colin, do we have anyone that's not played due to injury that will make a return this season? Uh, Nigel. Nigel and possibly Russell. 
Yeah, we're not real sure about Russell, but from what Nigel keeps saying, it seems like it should be any moment that he's back. Yeah, we'll try and get an update on Wednesday because, you know, obviously where we sit right behind the bench and Nigel's always like kind of walking back and forth kind of back there. And the last time we caught him saying like, hey, how's your hand? What's the update? Um, he said, oh, you know, it'll be what did he say? A few more weeks or something like that. That's what he had said. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't make a point to look closely, but I don't think he had anything on his hand yesterday. So really? OK. I don't remember seeing it, so he maybe bodes well. But again, just like I said to him, I was like, "That's great, but I don't want you to come back too soon." You know that you then you're going to re-injure yourself, and then you're really going to be out the whole entire season. Yeah, that would suck. That would suck. Um, yeah, but it would, it would be. I agree, Colin. It would be fantastic if we can get Nigel back. Hopefully that'll help out with the point a little bit, you know, kind of alleviate a little bit of David or share the, share the wealth a little bit there. Hopefully help on the perimeter with some threes, God willing. Um, that'd be great. That, that would be great. Um, and then again, we have barely yet to see anything from our little boy, Russell. I know. I, you know, hope that white boy can ball. Cause <laughs> He's still sticking around. God bless him. All right. He's so, a very supporter of our stuff. He seems to like everything. Every time we post something on, on Instagram, he's always one of the first person people to like it. So yeah. thank you, Russell. Our boy, Russell. Appreciate it. Can't wait to see you hopefully in a jersey. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So one word to describe the entire game. Jacqueline, hit it. So I said nostalgic. Uh, and for a couple of different reasons, just because I, I love going to Natchitoches. Like, I, you know, we went there a good bit, I feel like, when I was growing yeah. up. And they're, they've always been such a good rivalry uh, for us. Right. And we've, had, we've had some really fun trips together, you and I, to Natchitoches. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it was nostalgic on them just freaking playing us to the last minute when we shouldn't even be that close. So. What else is new? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll continue to play them, like I said earlier, in non-conference games. That way, we can get to go back a few more times, you know, uh, next season. And, yeah, I, I always do like making the trip over because, again, it's it's an easy trip. It's a good day trip, especially when I like to go during the winter because it's nice out. You know, we can go see lights and things like that. So, that's always nice. It's always nice. Yeah. Uh, so, my one word had really necessarily nothing to do with anybody on the court or anything, but my word was Rob because, again, that's my dog. He he kept me involved. He kept me into the game because Rob, with his great play-by-play and commentary, um, without Rob, I would have probably just said, screw it and find a way to watch and or see some sort of recap some other way because I was not going to pay $9 for the crappy video stream. And I was sure as shit not going to listen to the audio only from the demon side of it. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. So um, shout out to Rob. He's my dude. Uh, I didn't mention this on the grievance, but I will really, really quickly. And he even responded to my tweet when I said, I'm about over this basketball commercial that has the person pronounced Nacogdoches as Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. And he's like, I'm the one that hears it the most. And I, it irritates me to no end. And I'm like, who do we got to call? Who, who do we got to 
call to 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 somehow have someone re re-record this. That's annoying. Oh my god, it was just bad. Anyway, so um, all right. So coming up Wednesday night this week uh, at six thirty, we are playing Lincoln University, which is Lincoln University in California, specifically Oakland, California. Um, so we're playing. I, I put I put some. <laughs> put some respect in our name. Yeah. Knock ahead. <laughs> yeah. So we are playing Lincoln University. Um, they were established in 1919. Uh, pretty interesting. Couple things to note about this about this game coming up. First of all, um, I'll I'll mention that. It's a very, it's a pretty small school. It's mainly just like business degrees. It's a, it's a four-year school. They do have graduate and under undergrad and graduate level programs, but a lot of them are just in business. But they do have an English language program and a couple other science programs. But mainly all the all the degrees and business, all the things are all business related, which is I think kind of interesting. Um, so it is a hundred-year-old college now. It's- Super small. Dad had me Google it the other day and they super small. They're like 500 students, I think. Yeah. Super small, super small. Uh, it's in downtown Oakland. So it's, it's very much in a city uh, atmosphere, but I think the most important part of this is who this is like the first year of their basketball sports program. So they just got football. We played them in football actually. Um, and then now we're playing them in basketball. And I think the coolest part of this is who their basketball coach is. Don't know if you know this uh, to those listening, but their head basketball coach is a man that we lovingly and nicknamed the glove. And if you don't know who the glove is, Gary Payton. So their new basketball program has Gary Payton as head coach at the helm. And let's just be honest, he is widely known and considered one of the greatest point guards of all time. And if you don't, again, know who that is, have you been living under a rock or do you not watch anything basketball related? Yeah, I was about to say, watch the last dance because they talk about him a ton. Literally. So a few things about Gary Payton. He was the only point guard to win the NBA Defensive Player of the Year Award. He was selected to the NBA All-Defensive First Team nine times he was an NBA record. He shares with Michael Jordan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant. So pretty high uh, accolade there. He averaged 16.3 points, 6.7 assists, 3.9 rebounds, and 1.8 steals in 1,335 regular season games. So he ranks fourth, fourth on the NBA all-time steals list with 2,445 and 10th in all-time assists with 8,966. He spent 17 seasons in the NBA. So they have a absolute banger of a coach, y'all. A banger of a coach. He spent 17 seasons in the NBA. He played with the Supersonics, Bucks, Lakers, Celtics, Heat. They picked the right dude to 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 bring this program into yeah. you know conception because again he, he's the first time he's a first year coach like and again and and this is the first year of the program so he's building this thing from a scratch you know so well, we better show Gary who's boss and welcome to the NCAA Lumberjacks <laughs> yeah Colin so hey anyway, we're gonna have we're gonna have an NBA legend in the house on 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 Wednesday night 
which That's is really exciting. If that doesn't, if the Jacks don't bring out a crowd, then son of a bitch, you better get out there to see the damn Gary Payton on the court. Yeah, I would, I would love to sneak a selfie with Gary Payton. I would love to sneak a selfie with Gary Payton. I would have no shame asking him for one if I was in close enough proximity. I would. Absolutely not. No shame in our game. None. <laughs> None. I was I was the girl who had zero shame whatsoever before COVID. It was the season before COVID. And John Franklin Myers was at the basketball game, remember? And he was, like, doing, like, the little halftime, like, wavy high. He, I'm, I'm John Franklin Myers. I play on the Jets. I'm an amazing football player, and I used to live SFA or go to SFA. Oh, my God. And I said, you know what? Screw this. I decided to just go onto the court, well, on the sideline of the court, and go take a selfie with the kid. You know, I was like, I ain't missing this opportunity. I had no, no yeah. zero. I was like, hi, I'm Alex. I cheer for you when you're on the field. Can I have a selfie? Thank you very much. Didn't care. Didn't care. Nobody stopped me either. So I just want yeah. to the court. Do what I want. It still will be empty. Let's be honest. Fingers crossed. Cautiously optimistic. But people do. That is true. That is true. No, people do. Anyway, so if you can come out to the game on Wednesday, that'd be fantastic. If not, I know John said he had some tickets. He has four tickets he's going to give away. If anybody needs a ticket uh, for free, hit up John. He has them. Uh, they're good seats. That they're on the other side of the court, like right by um, – actually right by where we used to sit, to be actually, to be honest with you. So yeah. they're really good seats. Um, and if you got nothing to do, come on, man. Come on. What are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so – Couple last things here. Again, don't forget to get your your favorite person, your favorite lumberjack in your life, a my plates, SFA my plate. Tired of seeing all those UT, AM, Texas Tech, Sam Houston <clears throat> plates all over the place. There should be more SFA plates on the road. If you're tired of the regular old everyday ugly plate, Texas plate, get you a purple, beautiful, lovely SFA plate. Real fans have my plates. When you buy a five-year personalized purple SFA plate from myplates.com, SFA Athletics takes in almost $250 from that purchase. And then when you renew that five-year plate, it, SFA nearly gets $400. So it's an easy way. It's a Stephen F. awesome way to support the Jacks and support the teams. Um, again, you can get a one-year, three-year, five-year uh, subscription or plate term. You can even buy the one-year background only, no personalization for $50. $50. I mean, if you're cheap, cheap, you know, uh, we're balling on a budget. Like, like Jacqueline and I ball on budgets. Well, how do you think we get to do a lot of the stuff we do? It's because we ball on a budget, and then we save a shit ton of money, and then we go and do the stuff, right? And so if you're always, if you want to ball on a budget, $50 license plate. Boom, 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 bang. Done. Christmas present sealed done it's a good deal for me so just go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks and get yourself a license plate for you or the favorite lumberjack in your life so i just text dad that gary payton's the coach at lincoln university his response well i'll be <laughs> <laughs> Richard, a man, a few words. I tell you what. <laughs> oh God! Says, I hate that I'm menacing the game on Wednesday. The glove. 
he's going to be really excited to see him. That's that's going to be big. That's what I'm saying. Like if you are an if you are a fan of basketball or at least like a fan of the NBA, the you know old school NBA when you had those guys yeah. like the Glove and Michael Jordan and all that. If even even if you haven't been to a game all year, get you some cheap seats, get you John seats, and and go and see Gary Payton. If anything, if you're like I could care less about the Lumberjacks, but I really liked Gary Payton, then come see that. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Anyway, anyway. Oh, man, I'm excited for the game on Wednesday. I feel like I haven't watched them play in a while. Um, you know, live anyway. It's been a while. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited for this semester to be done. I am tired. <laughs> tired. So go get an autograph. Is that front upon being in this event? Hell no. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's Gary Payton, man. Yeah, we're, we're a fan of Gary Payton, not of. Lincoln. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, it's Gary Payton who I want the autograph, not head coach of Lincoln University. I want Gary Payton, the NBA all-star legend. We want Gary the glove Payton. Correct. Not Gary, head coach of the Lincoln, whatever their Oaklanders, I think is their name or something like that. The Oaks, the Oaklanders. What what a name. What, what, What a mascot. What is their... Is their mascot a tree, just like Stanford? It's a great question. Hold These on. are questions that need answering. I don't think they – you know what, Jacqueline? They don't even have a athletics page, so don't even try and look. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll cover it on the intro of the next one anyhow. Yeah, but I don't – I literally do not think – they don't have an athletics page because I checked. There, there's no there's no athletics page because there's no barely any athletics programs. That's Turn the mokes into some lines. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Three minutes to nine. Time to go. We've been on for quite long enough. Uh, sure, you guys have plenty to do. I know I do. I need to catch up on Yellowstone because I missed it yesterday because uh, we were over here having some good old Friendsgiving stuff. So don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And man, I hope you guys had a really great Thanksgiving. I did. I know Jacqueline did. Uh, ate some really good food, had some real good times, some good laughs. And I hope you all did too, but do me a favor. Always remember to act some jacks with Alex and Jax. Thanks, Thanks guys. Colin. Hey, thank you, Colin. You have a good night too, man.